Hi friends, welcome. I just finished up a lovely conversation with the very talented Corey Myers. This is the second conversation I've had with him about creativity and things of the like. He is a drummer, a YouTube creator, an Instagram creator, if you're into that kind of thing. C-O-R-E-Y-M-Y-E-R-S, Corey Myers. Check him out. We had a conversation about staying inspired in your craft, and the reason why I wanted to have a conversation about staying inspired in your craft with him, and that my voice shows the wear and tear of having a 50-minute conversation about staying inspired in your craft, it might go out at any moment, it might be violent, it might be something that your ears won't recover from, and you'll just wonder, did James survive? is because he is a prolific drum content creator. I always see new stuff from him. And I I wanted to pick his brain about how he keeps things fresh and how he avoids uh, a word that he brought up in the conversation was burnout. I think that's such a great way to put it, how he avoids burnout as a creator. So please enjoy. How's it going, Corey? Going good. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I know that you have a puppy, and this is a new development in your life, and I think it's important that we address that right from the beginning. Yeah, so if I just, like, run out of the interview, it's because my dog pooped on the floor. Okay. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. He's potty trained. But, yeah, I got a new dog. His name's Jax, and uh, he's a French bulldog. You can follow him on Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? He has an Instagram serious. account. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, it's Jaxy the Frenchie. J-A-X-Y the Frenchie. All one word. But uh, he has more, almost more followers than my wife now. So wow. He's a big deal. That's good. That's good. Well, dogs, dogs are good at keeping us young. And, you know, we're getting up in our years, so. You know, uh, <laughs> maybe next time we'll have Jax on for a conversation about staying inspired. Uh, oh my gosh. So today yeah. <laughs> I wanted to chat with you a little bit about staying inspired in your craft because you share consistent videos on both your YouTube channel and on your Instagram account. And I can imagine it can be difficult to stay inspired and, and keep things fresh for yourself. And I found that, that, inspiration is is not a good driver in the vehicle of your creative process because it can it can le- it can go away at times but it's a good idea to keep it with you and you have to keep it um you have to nourish it let's put it that way and yeah. and and from my perspective in the past being a drummer myself I've had times where I sit behind a drum kit and it can feel dull because perhaps I've played so much that I can't find anything new to to incorporate into what I'm up to and to make it feel fresh again. Uh, but it's the good thing is when it comes to something like that, you can leave and come back like four months later to, and sit down. It's a long time. A week later, <laughs> sit down and it will feel fresh again. But if you are actually trying to have a creative output uh, like you're doing on somewhat of a schedule, and this is, schedule is different for everybody, somewhat of a schedule, you have to inspire yourself. You have to structure inspiration into what you're up to. And I'm, I'm curious, yeah. do you, for, first off, do you struggle with a lack of inspiration? And what does that look like for you? 
Yeah, I definitely struggle from time to time. For me, it really honestly just depends on what I'm going through in life. And um, personal life has a lot to do with inspiration for me. And, you know, so if, if my personal life's going good, then I, you know, I think like most people feel uh, easier. It's easier for them to get inspired maybe um, than it would be if you're feeling down or you're going through a stressful time. Um, and I think that's just for everybody, but yeah, I mean, I definitely experience times in my life where it's hard to draw inspiration from anything. Mm. And, you know, there's been those weeks where I go two or three weeks without playing drums at all. And I just need to shut it off and take a break from it. And then when I come back, I just feel refreshed and I feel almost like a whole brand new person or brand new creator in a way. And it's good to do that every now and then, but um, it, I will say it takes a lot for me to get to that point. Because mm -hmm. well, you love it so much. Yeah, because I love it so much, and it's what drives me as a person. And so, you know, it takes a lot for me to get there, but I do experience those times where I'm not inspired. Yeah, well, and, and it's interesting to me that you immediately went to personal life. Um, if so you're are you saying that if things are out of whack maybe in your relationships or just you're dealing with something you have a dentist appointment coming up it will <laughs> sort of throw off your feng shui and make it yeah. hard to stay inspired yeah i mean you know it's not that's not always the case and i wouldn't say personal life is 100% of the factor um but it i mean it definitely does you know if you know if i'm having a busy time during my day job and doing marketing stuff or I've got a lot on my plate or I have a lot of even music itself, like the craft that I love so much that we're talking about that can overtake my life so much mm -hmm. on the work, on the work side of it, because I do the sessions and the gigs and sometimes fly out gigs. I haven't been doing fly out gigs lately because I got so burnt out on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And burnout that's a, such a great word to to demonstrate yeah. what can happen as a musician if you're creating consistently yeah and the and the cool thing about social media and the internet is that when you're creating stuff for people online you can choose and pick what you want to create and what you want to do and and when you're doing when you're when i'm playing drums for other people yes i enjoy it but there are times times where that will burn me out because sometimes I don't like the music that I'm playing or sometimes I'm in a session that has been going on for four or five hours straight and without any breaks and it's you know it's tiring and when you do that over and over and over and then you're trying to create stuff on the side for your audience that you know the audience I've built online that's where um, drumming and music itself can um, lead me to burnout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that mixed in with personal life, it just, if the two are not going well at the same time, then it's just like, okay, I don't want to do this right now. I need to take a step back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious when those things sort of overwhelm you, what are some ways that you've learned to keep it fresh and keep your love for playing alive? Um, 
there's all kinds of ways. I mean, first, the first thing would be that I do love it so much that it doesn't take me long to get back to the point where I want to do it again. Um, but I think it also goes back to the personal life thing a little bit where there might be something that I just encounter in my daily life that triggers my mind and triggers that creative side of me to step back into that process and start playing drums again or start um, making content for people again or want to get back in the studio and record for people. And, um, you know, an example would be, um, it's funny because I I find burnout with music and drumming, um, I feel that a lot from the craft itself, like I just said, but I also get the inspiration drawn back from the craft as well. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and hopefully that made sense, but I t- no, you know, I totally get it. It totally makes sense. Very clear. For example, I could be taking a break from my craft and then maybe one night I'm on YouTube and I see a live concert or I see another drummer post something that I really like and I really love. And that might spark something in me to be like, okay, I need to get back into it. You know, like I miss it. Mm. And so that's very interesting for me is just that the craft itself can lead me to burnout, but the craft itself can lead me back to inspiration. Yeah. And I'm, what is it, what does it tend to look like when you have that moment uh, that sparks your, your interest again and makes you remember, Oh wait, I really love doing this. What it looks like, man, it looks, I look like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's just like, you know, I see something and, it's just like, it's like a light bulb goes off in my head, literally, and I, I might even like jump up. Or and if somebody's around me, like my wife, or somebody that I work with, or somebody from church, anybody, a friend, there's been times where I've been like, oh, I just thought of something, and I just have this great idea, and I need to tell you about it so I don't forget about it, and then I also just like need to speak my mind about it because I'm gonna do it. You need them to be a <laughs> notebook for your thoughts, almost. Yeah. Well, and I need, yeah. And I need to get that feedback and I need to be like, okay, I'm not a crazy person. Am I like this idea just popped into my head and most people probably don't have this idea. So am I crazy for having this idea? Cause nobody else has it. Mm. And so I can get that feedback from them. But, um, yeah, I mean the actual moment that I find inspiration again or something triggers my mind is a lot like a surprise in a way of, a surprise party or getting a gift from somebody that you weren't expecting. It's just like, Oh, I wasn't expecting that, but I'm really glad that I have it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it, so, uh, so give me an example of maybe like a, you know, a specific YouTube video or something that you would come across that would, that would trigger that for you. Cause I'm trying to like get into that moment with you when you uh, feel inspiration once more flower within your <laughs> loins. So uh, recently, actually, this I kind of went through this process recently where um, I just felt like my content on YouTube and, and Instagram too, but they're kind of two different things to me, but especially YouTube because you can do longer videos. And I know that Instagram has Instagram TV now, but I still feel like YouTube is taking the lead with 
longer video type stuff. Mm -hmm. And you see all these vloggers and things like that. And so I was struggling a couple months ago and was just like, man, I, I've been doing covers this, this past year for 2018. I've been doing drum covers left and right. I mean, I think I did. You're, you're, you're prolific. (laughs) You really, you put out, you put out consistently. I think I was posting like two or three full covers a week. And then on top of that, I was posting clips from those on Instagram and then also filming just like drum groove videos for Instagram and taking pictures and going out and doing photo shoots and like having cool pictures to post on my stories as well. Mm. And after a while of doing that, cause I basically did that this whole year. I just got to the point where I was like, I don't, I am not getting something from this anymore personally and I'm getting burnt out. And I know that my followers like to watch the covers, but if I'm not enjoying it, then I don't feel like I'm being my true self. And so I stopped doing covers for maybe a month and I don't know if anybody noticed or not. Um, but I just didn't post very many covers, you know, a couple months ago for about a month. And then I came across actually a good friend of mine. His name's Jeff Randall and he plays drums as well. He lives down in Nashville and tours with Philip Phillips. Um, and he also has a YouTube channel. So shout out to Jeff if you see this, but he hi, has Jeff. A, yeah. Hey Jeff. Say, <laughs> say hi to Philip for me, <laughs> but he has a YouTube channel and Jeff does the opposite of what I do. He he does not post covers all the time. He actually posts like lesson videos and um, tips for drummers and how to get better at, at very particular things. And so I saw this video uh, that he posted recently about strengthening your 16th notes when you're playing drums. And so I clicked it because, one, it's my friend and I wanted to see what he was up to. But I was kind of curious to see his content and I remember the video was just put so well together and it flowed well together and I actually got a lot of value out of it Mm. myself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know I know how to play drums I know how to play 16th notes but for me to watch a video that a friend of mine put out and I got something from it and I was inspired was really cool and so that inspired me to go okay I want to start inspiring other people like he's doing and I want to start doing lessons too. And this is a good way for me to kind of start doing it. And so that's why the last couple weeks I've tried to post more lesson type stuff on my channel. Um, and so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I think you, I, for one, I think you have a great personality for it. I think you would do a great job at it. Uh, but I I think it's interesting because I, I will, also find myself in places where I just feel un, unsatisfied and uh, um, discomforted by the content that I'm creating. And I will have to dig into that and figure out what it is that's making it not quite right. And I find that inspiring yourself, and by that I mean intentionally sitting down and seeking out other people's content that inspire you, for, for example, can be extremely helpful in, in figuring out what's not quite aligned, but also looking within yourself and 
and questioning what you actually want to be creating. Like for me, I have, I have a lot of shower thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I have to, I have to pick out times in my day where I am, I'm, I'm just noodling in my head exhaustively about what's not quite there. What meaning is not in my work, how I'm, how I am dissatisfied or if I'm creating something how to deal with the issue of creating things for other people versus creating things for myself, where that balance is. And I find that the more I dig into that and get in touch with the meaning that I'm trying to create and creating things that I would actually be interested in because there are going to be other people out there like me who are going to also sort of get, they're, they're going to they're gonna get it like I get it, right? Uh, I think it's so easy to create for other people and, and to create things that, that, uh, has, has a bit of a trendiness to it because that's the thing that works, but yeah. that's different than making a lasting impression. And that's different than creating content that is an expression of your own authentic voice. And so I find that that's where inspiration is so incredibly important is to keep yourself in line with your purpose of your work. Right. Yeah. And that's a good point too, you know, because another thing that really drives me nuts is when I'm creating content for my followers and my audience, it's really hard to tell what they want. Mm-hmm. And I... I can send out little things on social media and say, hey, I want some feedback from you guys. And I do that to get topics of things to talk about and make videos on. But for me, it's like, okay, once I get the video posted, did did you guys really get something from this? And was it helpful to you? And yeah, comments help if people are like, hey, this is awesome. But I feel like I need a step further than a comment of like, mm-hmm. Well, how is it helping you in your drumming life? And you know what I mean? And that's that's hard for me sometimes because a lot of people might measure their success based on likes and comments. Um, For me, it's more like it's more of the comments section. And I really want like the honest feedback of like, hey, I watched that video and it really helped me. I and I love it when people message me and they're like, hey, man, we're learning this song in church this week, and your video really helped me learn the song, you know, things like that. And it's like, okay, now I know that that video is worth something to somebody, as opposed to I throw this cover online, and, you know, it gets 5,000 views, but no, maybe no comments, and then it's like, I people liked it because they watched it, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how valuable that was to somebody. Right. Well, it's like the the question you have to ask yourself is, do I want it just to be entertaining or do I want it to be something different than that? What meaning am I trying to to pursue with my work, with the the stuff that I put out? Exactly. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. And I think that the, I think that the interesting thing about looking within yourself as opposed to looking out and I think that looking out has its value. I want to say that. I mean, I, I think that's fantastic. Uh, 
and I, I think the, the, the issue that can arise is that everybody wants something a little bit different. And like you're saying, you don't know on what level it's touching them. And maybe yeah. you want to, to affect them on a deeper level than what it's currently doing. And so you have to, it's almost like you have to risk making some people, you have to risk making some people feel, uh, not get what they want so that you can, you can actually create the vision that you have in your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you're exactly right. You, you have that battle of like, okay, 10,000 people here telling me that they just want to see covers. Mm -hmm. And the other 10,000 people are telling me, hey, it'd be awesome if you could break down that drum fill in this video for me. And then the other 10,000 people are saying, hey, it'd be awesome to see more of your personal life. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's, it's a hard balance. And that's what I struggle with. Right, I'm currently struggling with this because it's just like, I have no idea what's most valuable anymore to my audience because one, I've been doing it so long and I, I feel that burnout when I do like the covers and things like that. And I, you know, every now and then I enjoy doing that and that's totally mm-hmm. cool. But after doing it for a while, you're, I, I'm just looking for something deeper and I want to mm-hmm. connect with my audience on a deeper level than just the likes and the comments. Because when I first started creating content it was cool to see all the likes and comments and oh man this many people like what i'm doing that's really cool Mm. after doing it for a while you get um used to the likes and comments and then you're looking for the connection with somebody to say hey this really helped me out or you know i've had i've had people message me that are depressed and just need somebody to talk to yeah yeah that's not even related to drumming i mean we absolutely connected because we both like drums or music or whatever but if i can help somebody that's depressed and maybe talk them out of committing suicide or anything like that that's even that's like crazy that's uh well if we're talking about inspiration that's inspiration (laughs) right yeah and and i'm not saying i'm not a a counselor or a professional so i don't want to like you know sit on Instagram and just look for depressed people all day long and, and talk to them. But if it's somebody reached out to me, I would obviously talk to them, but that's just an example of like, I would never expect to have helped somebody online and talk to them about their suicidal thoughts, you know, and they felt comfortable coming to me who they've never met in person, but because they watch all of my content and they feel like they've known me on a personal level, maybe, then they felt comfortable reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. And, but when it comes to the con, you know, when it comes to the content, it's, I'm just, yeah, it's like, how do I measure what somebody's getting out of this without, you know, I can't just go through everybody and message them and be like, hey, did you get something out of that video? Check. You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's too hard to do that. <laughs> Right, right. Well, I know, but I think you have to wrestle with those questions as a creator if you if you want to do something meaningful. Like I think that that's the thing that when you watch when you watch the other creators, you don't feel like they they wrestle with those things, but uh, a lot of creators 
do and I think they should because I think that yeah. that's how they continue to stay in touch with their uh with what's important to them to share with the world. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I go ahead. I was going to say I I watch a lot of Peter McKinnon stuff and you know, it's it's funny cuz I personally like the videos where he's doing fun things. So mm. when he when he's doing the Nerf gun video and when he's doing, he posted a video yesterday or something of him like mobbing in Dubai and like a truck or something. I don't know, <laughs> but um, but I find those things really cool because it's like these experiences that I've never experienced. But I, but I kind of am because he does such a good job of mm. of vlogging it all, mm-hmm. and. But I know that, and I'm not speaking on his behalf, but I know that him as a creator, he probably really enjoys just creating, like, video content and, like, telling a story. And I I follow his social media accounts, and he's getting ready to post this film called The Bucket Shot. And I I just see how, like, excited he is as a creator to post that. And that's not a... It's not really a vlog. I don't, it seems like it's an actual film that he's working on of of this beautiful place. And it's just interesting because I pick up on that from other creators too. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not just me that's like, you, okay, you know, I got to film all these videos for the people that like these videos. And then I got to go over here and film this stuff for the people that like this. And then I got to do what's in front of me that I like. Mm-hmm. And see if anybody likes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People have so many different approaches to that problem. That's been an that's been an interesting thing that I've observed in the creators around me. And I, 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 I listen to it, and I struggle with some of the approaches. Right? I it's something that holds a lot of questions that I wrestle with because for me, I, I like to believe that. And I think it is true that if you, if you, if you create things that you love, there are going to be other Jameses out there, right? And it's like, and 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 you're gonna forsake a lot of other people because you're authentically going headfirst into the weirdness that is what James wants. <laughs> but, but you have to make a choice: do you do that, or do you, um, do you do, do you do more of what what will allow you to feed the concern in your head that people won't like something that you create like like where's that balance and i don't think that there's i i think that it's not wrong to to consider what everybody else is wanting from you what your audience wants but i don't know where where's it at where's that (laughs) you know where's that balance uh yeah i i think that i think that what you can run the risk of doing is like so hold up that you have that mountain water where's that beautiful mountain water you showed me my beautiful mountain water okay for audio listeners he's holding up uh spring water the mountain valley spring water and when i first started talking to him on this call he uh he was um, already drinking it and it was a moment of pure passion for him, I could tell. It seems like he really loves it. So imagine <laughs> if you took that water and you put some coffee in there, maybe a little bit of Kool-Aid, because <laughs> those things are tasty, right? So you put them all in there, what you end up is a diluted mess of awfulness. 
And I think that what you can run the risk of doing with your with the stuff that you create, if you are not, uh, if you're not, if you don't keep your your vision clear in your head of what of what you want to give to the world, you can run the risk of diluting all of your content in the attempt to please everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and to be on a honest level here, I feel like I've done that a little bit where I have diluted some of my content and like I said, I with the covers, I put out covers every week this year. Like I think I counted them. I'm pretty sure I had like 80 drum covers this year. And <laughs> That's amazing though. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's it's insane is what it is. I mean, it's like I don't know what I was doing, you know, like I was just overworking myself and I had fun doing it, um, but it just got, I lost inspiration and um, it, it just drove me to the ground to say, okay, no more. And, you know, the funny thing is like, I'm doing something that I don't really enjoy and I'm not giving a hundred percent to it. And so, um, it was it just funny that like I feel like my content has been diluted a little bit because I was trying to cater too much to the internet world this last year. And then I finally just realized, you know, I'll still do covers here and there, but I'm going to start doing stuff that I like to do and that mm. inspires me and what the, you know, stuff that's valuable to people. And I think when it comes to the drumming world specifically, that thing is lessons and tutorials and like vlogs on how to record. And that right there is the answer to, to everybody right there. They just want to know how I'm recording and I can, I can answer questions all day long through comments and messages and people still, they still want the video because they want to see it. They want to know exactly what the process is to recording. And so um, that's kind of a little, a little hint there of what I'm getting ready to kind of go into the next season of, of making videos and creating content for me will be the recording side of drumming. And this is how I'm getting my mixes dialed in and things like that. So, um, but it did take, it took the whole year of diluting my mountain water. <laughs> um, you know, and for me to figure it out and, but it's just hard cause you, and I'm rambling here, but I get on YouTube and I'll see other drummers who are only doing covers and they kill it and they, yeah. you know, they're having a blast and it seems like they're enjoying themselves. And so then I feel pressure of like, well, that's what I need to do. I just need to do covers. Mm -hmm. And, and I think I just got so stuck in that this last year and it took me to actually run myself through the ringer a little bit um and dilute my content to finally reach this point of of um burnout and now i'm starting to find inspiration again um from random things and you know going back to what i said earlier personal life and other musicians and even music itself um or like this conversation is very inspirational mm -hmm. and you know to to sit here and actually actually talk about my inspirational problems per se 
out loud to somebody is very helpful for me because I'm starting to realize, yeah, this is what what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing this kind of stuff, and I've been doing way too many covers. But to actually say it is is a whole other thing too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so thanks for the counseling session. <laughs> <laughs> you're, no, you're welcome. <laughs> and I think it's I, I think it's actually. I think that what I want to try to do with myself to avoid getting stuck is to continue to stay in a state of of courage when it comes to pushing forward because with all with implementing changes can be something that takes some bravery. It's kind of scary because you, maybe you're worried you're going to not you're going to make some people not so happy. Or right. they're not going to get it. I, I feel like that's a big one, right? Are they going to get it? Like, are they going to understand what I'm trying to do here? Uh, or or any number of things that that can create anxiety within us creators. And it takes a sort of courageous presence of mind, I think, to uh, continue to take those steps forward and to put yourself in situations that allow yourself to be, to stay inspired. And I think conversations, you know, interacting with the community as is a great example of that. And so I think it's, I think it's really interesting that we've gone this direction with this conversation and we've, we've spoken about what you're, what you're trying to do in the future. Um, so you're welcome for the counseling session. That will, <laughs> that will be, yeah. um, if you could just send me, Oh, can you send me a good snare drum? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Great. Okay. The worst. We're all set, man. And um, you know, talking about inspiration, I I find a lot of inspiration in sports too. And I can't remember if we talked about that last time. Mm. But looking outside your craft, I like it. Yeah, it's you know I really love basketball, and so I love watching documentaries about basketball players and all the greats like Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and. I watch every single Lakers game of the season and it's that's like my second love to drumming is basketball. Yeah. And so um you know with my personality I'm the kind of person that's like I love basketball almost as much as drumming to I'm to the point where I'm ready to like make a YouTube channel just for <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> should just like, like you should just you should just hardcore shift uh like your next video. <laughs> is t- top 10 uh layup tips like <laughs> well it's i, it's I want probably... your i want i want you to give your viewers whiplash <laughs> well it's funny because it's like i as a like my personality is very outgoing and i think if you do an enneagram test i'm a, a number seven okay and a number a number seven is um, like an adventurous person who says yes to pretty much everything. And so <laughs> in my personal life, all the things I love, I just want to like, I can't stop thinking and creating for everything that I like, not just drums, but like NBA basketball, or I like comedy a lot too. And I watch a lot of stand up. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I love basketball so much and I'm constantly watching YouTube videos of highlights and like other people, um, talking about highlights. I'm like, I want to, I want to do that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I love talking about it. I want to build a channel and just start talking about basketball. But it's it also goes back to I just don't have enough time either to do yeah. all that stuff. And I still like drums the most. And so I'll definitely stick with that, that one. But it's just funny because I draw. It's funny because you I should combine them all. You know, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> uh, I, I really have. I, I thought about because, you know, on YouTube, you can arrange your channel into playlists, which is which is what I've done. And so I've got like covers and then lessons and vlogs. I do some small vlogging here and there. And um, I really thought about like just creating a playlist that's just all like NBA stuff. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, but will that dilute my content? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like some so there would be some YouTube experts out there that would not recommend that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe make another Problem. channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's another art form altogether is the YouTube algorithm. That I've been learning a lot about that lately, and that's that's a weird thing. And it and it can clash with the creator's mind, you that is very explorative yeah. and adventurous. Yeah, and it seems lately, you know, that maybe just maybe it's just me, but it seems like the YouTube algorithm is not helping YouTubers, <laughs> like. I'm just noticing that a lot of people that I follow and stuff, their view counts and things like that are just really low. Mm. Um, it's shifting. Even, I, I think it's I think it's shifting a lot lately, and I think yeah. I think that there's a there's a sort of a there's a specific uh, route that it wants you to go, and and if you don't go down that route, it can be tough. That's from from yeah. what I can tell. Yeah, but it's a, it's a mystery. The whole thing's a mystery. In a lot it of ways. Is. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Even, I mean, Instagram's getting weird too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I, but I, I try not to focus too much on the algorithms. Um, cause I just get lost in it. And then it's like, well, then I, I feel like I got to do something completely different than what I want to do. And I don't know, but you know, Getting inspiration, one thing that just popped in my mind, um, getting inspiration for me also involves getting um, other people involved. Mm. And um, like, for example, this weekend, I've scheduled a shoot with like five other musicians that I know. And um, we're doing like these live band videos. It'll be the first time I've ever done like a live um, video session with, five or six musicians and it's all one take and everything yeah so, oh, that sounds uh, so rad yeah and and i i think it'll be cool because it gives you know these other musicians who i know well and one of them's my dad it just gives um it gives them a place to uh express their talents and you know create as well but it also inspires me to have them be a part of what i'm doing and it's something new for all of my followers. I've never posted a full live band video before, mm. so um, that should be pretty cool. But I, I'm just I'm just ready for 
the father-son bonding that's going to occur there. I just picture you guys playing, you know, love lifts us up where we belong. <laughs> and you guys are just looking in each other's eyes the whole time. I think that would be a really special moment. No, my my dad and I are not the, like, lovey-dovey type. You will be after this. <laughs> <laughs> my dad actually has a YouTube channel as well, and um, he plays guitar. Mm. But he he's been getting into more like video creating and picking up some sponsors and stuff like that. And, uh, which is super cool for him. Cause you know, he, for a while I, he got a slump and he wasn't playing any gigs or anything. And so now that this whole like social media stuff has broken through and people are creating on the internet, he found an outlet and, does what i do basically heck yeah that's beautiful but seriously love yeah. lifts us up where we belong and listening <laughs> to the eyes do that okay so the last thing i wanted to ask you before we wrap this up is uh, i'm i'm curious looking forward for yourself at, in lieu of everything that we've spoken about this evening what do you think is i think my lights are turning off hold on let me i still look good that's fine hopefully they don't turn <laughs> all the way off i have smart bulbs uh I so what structure could you create? Do you feel like you could create for yourself to be more deeply and consistently inspired in the direction you're trying to go? Uh, I think for me, um, you know, I like to stick to a schedule. Um, and I know we talked about that the last time we talked a little bit, but Going forward, I think for me it's just scheduling and writing down what what my ideas are. And I, that's something I never did before was I never really kept like a journal or a list of like things that I actually wanted to do and content that I wanted to create. It was always just like either last minute or I was always looking to other people to see what they were doing. Yeah. And um, – I think now recently um, I, I'm still, you know, getting feedback from my followers and asking them what kind of stuff they would like to see me do. But, but I'm also catering it more to what I want to do. And um, so I've been making a list of like, okay, I want to make these videos and I want to do lessons and tutorials and I've been vlogging a little bit and doing something outside of the box that I'm not really used to just to kind of get my mind off of thinking about drums 24-7. And, mm -hmm. and that's actually helped me a whole lot. Um, just yeah, because there's of, a lot of value in that, just, just getting away from the thing that you love for a little bit. Yeah, and, and it's not just like – it's not getting away from it um, – every once in a while it's it's more of like every week i yeah. i want to take you know every week now i find myself taking at least a day where i i'm not thinking about drums and i'm not creating anything now if an idea pops in my head i'll write it down and i'll leave it and that's really helped me structure wise to keep a, a journal mm -hmm. of all my ideas um, and then after I go back to that list, I might filter some out and I might be like, that was a dumb idea. I don't even know why I thought about that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think another thing is hey, don't beat having... yourself up. No idea is a dumb idea. <laughs> That's hey, it's has some truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I and another thing, you know, is to also have a schedule um, and block out time to allow yourself to film your ideas and and maybe work on your ideas and brainstorm a little bit more. Um, and I also find myself uh, the last year just getting out out of my house and getting out of my office and going to like coffee shops and or going outside somewhere and walking and just listening to music and just thinking and mm-hmm. brainstorming. And I, I never really did that a lot when I started creating content. I was young and just, you know, I thought I just needed to go straight to the studio 24-7 and just record as much as I could. Mm. And now it's more, I have more patience and it's more, okay, I'm going to go for a walk later and I'm just going to think about this idea that I've been thinking about for the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And so... That's the structure that I'm finding, and I think it changes for everybody, mm-hmm. but you know, it really helps to write things down and to ponder them and have some patience with them first, and yeah. maybe, talk, maybe talk to somebody about your ideas, because mm-hmm. um, you never know. You might, you might have some great idea, but somebody else might think it's the worst idea, so... <laughs> It's it's just, or they can and, get you know, and they can also just give you. They can give you. They can help you look at it from a different angle, perspective. right? Perspective, yeah. If it's if it's, I mean, if your idea is like some sort of three dimensional shape, they can show you the other side of it that you may have missed, or how you could yeah. develop it in a way that you never would have developed it on your own. And that's yeah. a, that's a really special thing. But sometimes it can be hard to do but I think it's incredibly important yeah and it's funny you say that I've I've been sharing a studio space um with a kid from my church recently and it's interesting to have him around a lot when I'm when I'm recording content because it's like I can ask him for feedback but most of the time he'll give me like um feedback that really improves what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and it's just good to have that fresh perspective yeah yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. I, th- I, uh, I think that, I think that that was a lot of good points. I really like the idea of when you get ideas, just write them down and, and sort of meditate with them and let them, yeah. let them develop as they will. Another thing that I've, I just started doing is I'm writing more. I'm writing, I'm actually writing blog posts. I wrote a blog post and it was just an expansion of the notes that were already used for one of my most recent videos. And I, I started writing and I had this hesitancy, hesitancy in me to write it because I felt like I was like, I was wasting my time and I should be more focused on, you know, on the, the things that are, that I'm, that I'm trying to make successful and I'm adding this other thing in, it's going to just make everything you know, I, I'm not, it's not going to work out, but I just, I just enjoyed it so much that I kept writing <laughs> and yeah. I've learned that sometimes you just need to, sometimes it's a good idea to just do the thing that you're enjoying doing because there's something that you can find there. 
And I, I wrote it out and I posted it and I felt really good about it. Not only that, I was able to expand my thoughts about that subject and learn from that and hopefully use that in future content. So I think finding a sort of, sort of, whatever, whatever kind of headspace works for you to be able to develop your ideas, uh, whether that is writing or whether that's talking, whether you get like a, a 90s uh, tape recorder, cap, <laughs> captain's log, you, whether you, you uh, whatever that looks like for you, whatever can help create a free flow of ideas and then you, you have them in front of you and then you can sort through them and understand what uh, what that mean? What that will mean if you pursue this idea, and uh, how how this idea will pan out if you pursue it this way versus this way. I think all of these things are really good ways to stay inspired and stay connected to what you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. That's good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> This would be really awkward. It would turn into a debate, and I, I just, I value your friendship, you know. There's just uh, something therapeutic about writing things down, or working out, or going for a walk, or, mm. or just mm-hmm. anything that's a stress reliever. Really, it just, I find that anything that promotes mindfulness, I think. Yeah, I find that anything that that's going to help you think clear uh, is going to help your content. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's a given, you know? And, but if you're, I, I think if we you're... miss that. I think we get so caught up in the, the process, the actual direct creation process that we, yeah. we do not keep those other things in a structure that can help us carry out that better and i think that like what you're saying i mean working out and going on a walk and going on a hike and i don't know washing the dishes and listening to just the right podcast to help generate some inspiration all of these things outside of your craft feed into your craft yes yeah i mean even like diet and what you're eating and things like that i mean for sure yeah uh, it's crazy and you know getting enough sleep there's all kind of, you have to treat your mind like an athlete and um that's why i love getting inspiration from sports because all these people are taking care of their bodies and they're eating the right stuff and they're working out and yeah that's part of their craft but as human beings everybody has to do that to somewhat function and yeah. you know you you can't just not sleep and eat junk food all the time and expect your mind to think clearly. Yeah. And that's also something that comes with maturing too. And, you know, I, I'm starting, I'm, I'm 25 and I'm just now starting to like get into, okay, I need to make sure I'm, I'm going to bed at like 10 or 11 and I need to make sure that I'm eating fruits and vegetables every day and drinking water and, all these things and going to the doctor and taking care of myself mm-hmm. and um for you know for example last week i i've been having a lot of foot pain and for like four months i can't figure out what it is and my foot's not broken thankfully they x-rayed it and everything but at first i didn't go to the doctor you've got the drummer's and, ankle yeah 
I didn't go to the doctor because I just thought, oh, it'll go away. And that's how I've been thinking because I've been young and I, you know, usually those things when you're young, your body just heals faster. Mm-hmm. And I found that at, that at about 23, that stops happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know if anybody's, if anybody is, has, is in the, if anybody is 35, 40, 50, they're probably, they probably think it's hilarious that I just said that. But <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you just wait, you just wait, sunny boy. But but yeah, it's like I, I started yeah. I started experiencing all sorts of random health stuff that I that I'm like, wait, this was so much easier when I was younger. Now I have to go to the doctor for this thing. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, and oh man, it's like it sucks. Like the foot thing, I've had to ice it every night and put it in um, hot water and. I got to do this every night until my next appointment. And it's just, but you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that process will, has all sorts of other benefits in it for you in your craft, believe it or not, (laughs) but you'd like to avoid it. But I think it's a good idea to not, uh, not, not forsake the benefits that can come with having to deal with something really frustrating and, and maybe it makes you more disciplined because you had to take care of your foot. It does. And honestly, now I kind of look forward to going home every night and filling the tub up with really hot water and like soaking my feet in the tub and watching other people's stuff. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. It forces you to, to, to have inspiration sessions. Yeah, I exactly. like it. That's positive thinking. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm not making this stuff up, people. I promise. No, yeah, I, I totally, <laughs> I totally understand. It's like I take the, I use the moments in my life where I have to do the things that I don't want to do, and then I will add in earbuds and a phone, and play, and I'll play something. And it forces me to be in, I have to, like why I always talk about washing the dishes, right? It's like, I have to, I have to do nothing but stand there and, and wash the dishes with my hands. So let me find something that I can listen to that will help me become better. That maybe I learn, maybe I educate myself, maybe I inspire uh, myself toward, or maybe I, maybe I learn about how other people have navigated the creative process, you know, that sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah so, and everything's and an opportunity to, yeah and it's good to ask questions when you can from people mm-hmm. you know if you're curious about a certain topic or how to do something it doesn't hurt to ask somebody who's really good at it yeah okay well with i think this is a good place to wrap it up i think that uh if we take anything away from this it is that you should not dilute your mountain water Never yes. dilute your mountain water. Do not dilute your water ever. No. <laughs> ever. But, you, yeah. It's, don't dilute your content. Don't, don't dilute your water with Kool-Aid and coffee because what can end up happening is it's a gateway drug because it's actually really just so good that you'll become a crack addict. And I don't yeah. have data to back that up, but that's just a feeling I have. I just took a drink because you inspired me to. It's beautiful. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks, Corey, for the lovely conversation. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You bet, man.
Okay, that's it for this one. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I don't know if Corey enjoyed it. Uh, but you can check him out, C-O-R-E-Y-M-Y-E-R-S, if you're into the type of content that he creates. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye. And don't dilute your mountain water.